Chapter 1 Parker cranked the key in his ignition and pulled out of the long drive, then onto the street in front of Alex Reed's mansion with a crunch and a spin of tires against gravel. It hadn't exactly been the night he'd hoped for. Scratch that. It wasn't remotely the night he'd been hoping for, thanks to a certain billionaire with a stick up his ass. Reed wasn't supposed to be home yet. Gina had assured him that her boss would be out until at least eleven, if not midnight or later. Parker really hoped the poor girl hadn't been fired for that mess. She didn't deserve it. The whole thing was way overblown, and Reed needed to learn to chill. It wasn't like they'd cause any property damage or cost him any of his precious money. Even if they had, Parker would have been more than capable of paying for it. Reed wasn't the only rich guy around. He'd met Gina one day when she dropped by Reed's mansion to leave him some files during the workday. She stepped out of the house and Parker had stopped to stare, because yes sir, that was the kind of woman you stare at. Dark-haired and dark-eyed and built leggy, New York Italian at a glance and man did he like the fiery ones. No way he was going to turn down a chance at that. So he'd approached her, chatted her up. The conversation hardly had to start before there were sparks flying between them. Parker, she said reaching out to take the hand he was offering her. Gina Leandra, I'm Mr. Reed's secretary. It's very nice to meet you. The words were professional, but the way she was looking at him, though, her dark eyelashes were definitely flirtatious. Parker wasn't complaining in the least. He leaned back against the sun-warmed metal of his truck and crossed his arms over his chest, watching her gaze follow the ripple of his muscle. He grinned. So, Gina, what's your opinion of the guy? Of Mr. Reed? She looked surprised, out of her staring for a moment. He's a good man. I've been working with him since he started the company, and I really can't say that I'd rather be anywhere else. Why do you ask? Parker personally thought the man seemed kind of uptight, but maybe some women like that. He lifted one shoulder in a shrug and let it fall. Just seemed the kind of small talk you're supposed to make. I guess I'm not so great at it. She laughed. What kind of small talk are you good at, then? Oh, you know. What are our macros? How much do you lift? He grinned again. I guess I'm a little too wrapped up in my job. Well, your dedication has paid off. She was looking at him again, like she wanted to eat him, and Parker shifted a little, his pants feeling tighter than they had a moment before. I work hard for what I have, and for what I want. He met her gaze directly as he said it, and watched understanding spark in her eyes an instant later. Her smile widened. And what is it you want? That was permission enough to take it to the next step, and Parker let the grin stretch into something a little hungrier. Maybe I want you. Her eyebrows lifted, but she looked more arch than surprised. Teasing little minx. What makes you think you're going to get that? Parker uncrossed his arms and took a step forward reaching out and catching her suddenly around the waist to pull her body against his own. She was pressed to his chest, then her hands on his shoulders, and her head tipped back so that she could look up at his face. For an instant, she was stiff enough against him that he wondered if he had misinterpreted after all. But then she relaxed, melting into his chest and sliding her arms up around his neck. He let his hand fall to the small of her back. This, he said simply. Can you take a lunch break? I think I can push it a little longer. The other guys were still out, having their own lunches, and Parker intended to take full advantage of that. It was tempting to just open the door of the car and lay her down in the back seat, but there was always a chance that the rest of the crew would come back early, and if they found him wrapped up by some chick, they were never going to let him hear the end of it. So he caught her by the hand and pulled her toward the house. Oh, she said, suddenly stopping. I don't think we should. Mr. Reed really won't be happy if we had sex in his house. Parker stopped, too, turning to look back at her over his shoulder. There's no reason Mr. Reed has to know. Gina shook her head and he let out his breath on a sigh. 
so much for a lunch break quickie. You have any other suggestions? He saw her look at the vehicle, then his, speculation in the tilt of her head. There's a good chance the rest of my guys will be back before we finish. What time are they due here? He might have stared at her. She looked back at him and he laughed. Okay, fine. He glanced at his watch. Twenty minutes, maybe. Probably not too much earlier than that. They don't make a habit of being late, but I'm not all that strict on exact time limits for the lunch hour. Her smile made her intentions clear even before she tugged him back toward her, and the truck. We can make it happen in twenty minutes. The red light Parker was sitting behind turned, and he hit the gas, pulling past it and then switching lanes to hit the highway ramp. Thinking about Gina's mouth while driving was proving to be frustrating. He hadn't exactly gotten a finish back at Reed's, and while the argument had certainly cured him of any desire to do so in that moment, it hadn't taken long for the memories of his first meeting with Gina to bring it back. He growled a little and punched the accelerator as he merged onto traffic.